Welcome to Date Night. I'm Will. And I'm Amy. And we've been married for 13 years. 13 long years. Yeah, and after all those long years, we felt like we needed some adventure in our marriage. So every couple of weeks, we send our kids out of the house to the sitter's house. And we go upstairs to the playroom. Yep, and we clear off the table. And we explore a whole new world together. Just the two of us. And me, your best buddy and longest role-playing companion. Yep, and Mike. And me, your favoriteest nephew. And our nephew. Your favoriteest nephew. Our favoriteest nephew, Sam. And, of course, a mysterious force from beyond the veil, also known as your half-niece-in-law, Eva. Yeah, and our whatever Eva is to us. (laughs) (laughs) And we play... Dungeons and Dragons. Out of the south, you see a familiar face, or more like, not so much a face as some glowing eyes. Winston! And it is Winston, but Winston doesn't look quite the the same. (laughs) He's he's the Woodwode. He's the Woodwode, yeah. Um, He's missing an arm now, and half of his face, if you can call it a face, is black and charred. And all of the green shoots that were coming off of him have turned brown, and he's got some kind of, like, tumorous growths on him. And he's not wielding his club anymore. He's leaning really heavily on it right now. And he's got, like, this moldy gash across his left leg. Oh, no. And he's walking into town right now. I don't want to hurt Winston. Winston! I like Winston. Oh. Just going to call out? Yes. And acknowledge him. Hail him. He stops for a second, and he picks up the club a little bit and kind of does a sort of wave at you and stumbles and puts it back on the ground, and he keeps walking toward you. Okay. I guess he's on our side. Is he okay? No. It looks like something's wrong with that guy. Winston, what happened? So he slowly makes his way into town, and he doesn't sound the same anymore at all. Like, his trunk is creaking and shuddering, and he just goes... Too thick. The blight. The orcs. Even the goblins. I thought the buggers hated each other. They're together. The water is fouled. The earth has no life. I plant my roots, but receive no nourishment. And he has like this drool of black sap come out of the side of his mouth. And just kind of stands there a little. You're going to holler for Sator? Yes. All right. Sator comes running out from the raven tree, but he's not quite there yet. And uh, Winston says, It's not even a battle. It's a clear-cutting of fae and mortal alike. I met a pixie who lost her whole family. I saw a herd of orcs laying with bloated bellies beside a river, moaning in pain. I even carried an orc youngling who had been clinging to her dead mother in one of the many separate <coughs> villages. But I have no milk. She died before I found anyone to take her. So Sator shows up and Winston goes, Shaman? And Sator says, Yes. I don't know if you heard, but would it be all right if I planted roots here and commune with the raven tree a while? What's wrong with you first? Do you recall the Blight Mother, he says? Mm-hmm. 
I found some some more like her, he says. Larger, packed more tightly together, he says. The roads to the south are virtually impassable. I fought my way as far as I could, and I turned back, or it would have been the end of me. I, I couldn't heal. I can't even make any Winston water, he says. Uh, or guy, can I speak to you for a second? Yes. I would highly recommend that you do not let him near the raven tree. I'm worried about infection. You don't know if he's contagious. One time, my brother had chicken pox, <laughs> and I was stuck in the same house with him, and he was next to me, and I got chicken pox. I hate chicken pox, Sotor <laughs> says. Winston, why don't you, uh, why don't you plant roots, uh, in the grazing fields? You know, like, far away from here. Just, just a little bit, uh... I have a medicine skill that I could maybe try and help him a little, and I've got herbalism... As one of my proficiencies. Why don't you roll herbalism and see what you can determine about him? I have herbalism too. That's a 17 plus. Is that plus anything? Plus your proficiency, if you're proficient, and whatever your modifier is for it. Is it int or. I don't see herbalism. Yeah, herbalism isn't on it, but I have it in my other proficiencies. You have an herbalism kit. No, and a skill. Yeah. But you have a, you're proficient with the kit. Okay. So you can use the kit to try and maybe determine something about him, okay. I guess. Okay, I got a 17. Okay. And if I add anything. It looks more like he's just been torn up pretty bad and that he's, like, dehydrating than all that diseased. Though he does have some, like, tumors. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it looks like he's very weak more than anything else. So shouldn't he plant... Down over by the river? So the, I, I could do that, he says. All right, well, go ahead. Okay, so he goes up toward the river, and actually as he walks by the hedge around the raven tree, he peeks in through the hedges, and you watch him kind of stop and look like he's almost planting roots. He's not inside there. I ready firebolt, okay. and I want him to know that I'm readying firebolt. Okay. He says, no, no, uh, I'm looking, I'm reaching out into the earth. The raven tree doesn't look well, shaman. You don't look well. I'm not well, he says. But he reaches, uh, basically, again, like he's digging into the ground, but he's still a good distance. He says, uh, the earth here is dying too. Why can't you feel it, shaman? It looks green on the top still, but just beneath it's as dead as the blight itself. And Sator says, no, no, the, the raven tree is strong. And Winston kind of shakes his one branch a little bit, and rustles, and he says, no, she's weak, like you, like me, like life in this cursed land. If she's not helped, she will die, and soon, and me with her, maybe you. And he starts walking up toward the river. Um, even if he can't find some nourishment in the ground, he's looking to try and go toward the river. I want to do an investigation check on where he was just standing okay. at the ground. Great. To like, see how close he got to the raven tree. Oh, yeah. Well, you can see he's probably 50 feet away from the raven tree where he was standing, but you can go investigate the ground. That's a five. 
But that's six, seven, eleven. Okay, you can see that he did dig his roots. He dug them kind of straight down into the ground, about a foot. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. He didn't start branching out anywhere from there. Like he was just kind of probing the earth a little bit. Basically, Sator is staring toward the south at this point, and Winston's walking up toward the river. Sator, hmm. you know this is going to have to be taken care of. He kind of nods. He says. This blight consumes everything. My village is dead. My friend, he motions kind of towards Akagi's grave. It destroys. It destroys life. The very gods of our world, and he motions at the raven tree. It destroys hope. All of these things are nothing. They're as useless as an old shaman. I don't think you're useless. This is basically the gods have abandoned us. So how does Winston look now that he's getting some water? I'm going to go up and check on Winston. Yeah. He looks about the same, but he doesn't look like he's suffering quite so much at the moment. He, He is right next to the river, and you see, like, his roots are hanging off on the bank of the river a little bit. He looks about half asleep, more tree-ish. <laughs> Forgive our rudeness towards you and the raven tree. We were trying to avoid any potential infection. I understand, he says. Uh, I don't know myself what going to the south means for something like me, he says. Um, but... I do know something needs to be done, and I don't know what that is. From the sounds of things, it sounds like this, this, uh, these glass lakes need to be a place we start looking. He kind of nods a little bit. He says, maybe, but I don't understand how it's possible to get there. He says, I fought my way as far as I could, and I was nowhere close to the glass lakes. It just gets thicker and darker and thicker and darker, he says. I think we could handle it. Yeah, I'm ready to give it a shot. Can we go downstream on the river? Can we go around the other way? <laughs> the other way. The, the other long way. way. The long other, way. other way. Uh, the, the river, he says, is fouled as well to the east of here, and that can't be from the glass lakes. It's from something flowing north. He said, if I were able to heal... That's where I would go and see what's causing that. That blight mother we fought was not quite the same as the ones from the south, he said. Something's different. Sator's basically wandered up beside you, and uh, Winston says, I think perhaps if you asked the gods, and Sator's basically had it, he says, the gods are silent, or when they speak, they speak in visions, and they abandon our lands. And he smashes his mace on a rock next to the uh, river, and he busts it, and he falls to the ground, weeping, and he says, the gods are gone. And then it looks like kind of a realization comes across his face, and he says, the gods, and he cocks his head, are gone. And he looks up to the north at the... You can see uh, Three Lands Peak from where you are. 
That's the big mountain that kind of looms over this region uh, to the north, slightly uh, northwest. And he says, there's a stone of undying in the foothills of Three Lands Peak, the cradle of Lady Anara. It's an old temple, First Lands Temple. The gods have left it, he says, as they've left us. Go there and take the stone of undying and bring it here, and the gods can kiss my wrinkled, thorny, gray ass. And he stands up. And he says, mortals will heal this land. And what does this stone do? Yeah. It will bring life back to the land around it. Oh. When you said undying, I was thinking more like undeath. No. I was a little worried about you there, son. <laughs> no. No. All right, well, here's the thing. Uh, do we all have that vision thing about um, all these undead things? And if this is a stone of undying, I just think this is too much of a coincidence, if you know what I mean. It does sound pretty shady. I mean, we can try. Not that I have a better idea, but... You can roll checks about, like, how he's talking about the stone, or ask him more questions, or do do what you want. So Sator says go north to get the stone. Mm-hmm. Winston says south is bad, and he thinks everything is south. Mm-hmm. He also says yeah. we can't really pass through south. Yeah. Oh, but he's he just says one person. When he's talking, and they're, the north they're talking about are kind of two different places. So... When Winston, if you clarify with him, is talking about the north, he's talking more about the northeast, kind of where you guys are with the bandits, and straight to the east where you fought the other Blight Mother. Those are more of the places he's been motioning, and Sator's been motioning straight at the uh, Three Lands Peak. And the troll was going north to south-ish, I think. Yeah. I don't think that helps us I in really any way, but... I really don't like this stone of undying, if I'm being completely honest with everyone. Were the gods from this cave shrine thing with the stone? Yes. Should we go there anyways, whether or not we're getting the stone, and see what's going on yeah, there? Yeah, we should check on you guys' gods. I don't, says, I don't think you'll find the gods, but if they left, you may find the... Well, if they left, where did they the go? Stone. Hmm? You think they might have left a note? <laughs> Maybe. If they left, where did they, they, they go? They seem to like visions. I don't know. Where could they go? Alright, well, if we go get the stone, I do not think we should try and use it for the ground over here by the tree, just in case that that wasn't just a scary vision, that that was a real vision. I think what was happening in that vision, if it was a prophecy, is already happening now. Right. Wait, where? The land. <laughs> <laughs> if the land is as sick as the tree says, it's happening already. Right, but I don't think a stone called the Stone of the Undying is going to help with our undead people problem. He, he said it was more of a... When he said undying, he said it was more of a... a, a it's more of a lasting life than right. a state of undeath. More like says. not dying instead of undying. Yeah. Maybe it's my orcish. Stone of not dying. Oh, I'm like not it's dying. It's worth a shot, lad. All right, well, I just... Uh, all right, all right, all right. Say, Tor, right. would you come with us? I think I need to stay with the raven tree. And what about Winston? Make sure that she survives. Winston. He'll just slow us down. Winston doesn't look like he's in, the, in any... 
He Maybe says, he, just needs water. "He says I could come, but it might I might be able to do something here to keep the Raven Tree alive." And I think she's the only thing keeping this village safe from the blight at this point. I'm, I want to roll to see if I trust him. That's insight. If insight. you want to try and see if he's lying. Yeah, sure. Seventeen. Thirteen? Nineteen. Nineteen? Sixteen. You get the feeling that he's telling you uh, what he actually believes and what, you know, what's going on. He really thinks the... He believes Winston that the raven tree is dying. He wants to try and stay here to keep it alive. And he thinks the stone will help keep the village alive and maybe help purify the village and the area around it. This isn't my world, so I'm well, just along And the from ride. my the herbalism kit that I used earlier, mm-hmm. I realized that his, like he wasn't being. You don't think he has that he's a blighted or diseased plant so much as he is a dying and injured and maybe maybe sick but not necessarily, like, completely diseased or anything. Okay. Like, more of a cold than... <laughs> yeah. Can I cast a spell? Yep, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You're a wizard. Yeah. Often. I cast um, Grease at the <laughs> wisdom. Uh, I'm going to cast... At, well, I have ritual spells, so I'm going to cast... Okay. Um, detect magic. Sure, on... What, what does that show you in a general area? I can I can sense yeah. I see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and I learn its school of magic, if any. What is, so, so bears magic like is a wizard or, or has, has a, an effect on it? I think it has an effect on it because I can detect. Okay. So like if they're buffed or yeah or disguised or something yeah or. Mind control. Okay, is there anything you roll for that, or you just see stuff? I think I just see stuff. All right. Um, Sator's mace actually has some sort of magic. His uh, mace he calls Rockbreaker. Mm-hmm. You see that glowing Oh, he busted the rock, not the mace? <coughs> right, yeah. Oh, we oh thought I thought that, he busted the mace. I thought mace. he busted yeah. the mace. I thought he was like, well, this sucks. Um, that is there, and that's pretty much all okay. in, in the area. All right. Besides you, you're probably lit up like a Christmas tree. All right. Yeah, I guess if you, like you guys, all your magic items are glowing, but he doesn't, nobody else seems to have much of that. I guess kind of Winston's club slash, uh... I'm not looking for the club. That would would have some magic to it. All right, let's go get the stone. Why not? Okay, and he basically says he can draw you up a map of the best way to go. He says he doesn't think you should go straight through the north because that, if you look at the map, is also all blighted. Um, it's been blighted farmland. So you could, you know, go straight to the north, but he advises you to go on this side of the river, uh, the south side of the river, and cross a bridge. You may have to deal with some knolls, but they'd be much better to deal with than a bunch of blighted creatures. So that's the advice he gives. All right, give the map to the elf. All right, so here's a map. Uh, no, that's not it. This is the map of the region. And this is a map I drew up uh, for this kind of quest here. So I'll let everybody see it first. You're in Raven Tree. Mm-hmm. 
this area is all blighted, so he's advising you to go around. There's a road that runs right alongside the Kokiku River, which is in still good shape, but this creek is all fouled, this Kana Creek, all the way to the uh, east of this map. Does it run into the river? It does after Raven Tree, though, and the river runs this way. So the river downstream oh, of here okay. is fouled, at oh, least okay. partially, by this creek. But everything to the west is still good river. Uh, there's a bridge marked on the map, and there's a spot marked Knoll Territory. The path splits. It's called the Pilgrim's Path, and the Temple of the First Land is on the near side of the mountain. It seems like you could get to it without crossing really any of the blight, but by crossing near it, Along the Pilgrim's Path. Oh, well, I love that. That sounds good. I do want to walk over to Winston. Okay. And I want to ready Firebolt in my hand and just say, I'm watching you. If you do anything, I'm going to burn you to a crisp. And I go over there instead and I offer him healing. You want to roll an intimidation check? Yes. 14. And I don't have any... Okay, he kind of goes, I don't like fire. I know, you wood. I'll be a good tree. <laughs> I'll offer him the use of my cure wound spell. Okay. Um, you can roll a d8, right? Yep, 1d8 plus 3, 8. Yeah, he looks uh, considerably better. Some of the gashes on him close up, mm-hmm. and he says... Uh, Thank you. He still doesn't look very strong, but he's not oozing anything anymore, pretty much. Okay? Anything for blisters? Uh, yeah, a couple of them go away. They don't look like they're too permanent. Okay? He's got some scars from them. They're kind of cool. All right? <laughs> uh, so you're going to head off along that road? Is that the idea, or you want to wait till the morning? It's, it's night at this point. Oh, so we're going to have to wait. Yeah, we shouldn't travel at night. No, not so, Since we're going to have another long rest, I'm going to go ahead and cure wounds on Winston and go ahead and do the lay on hands on him too. So. Okay, so all your spells. Yeah. I'll just pretty much say, since Winston's hanging out here, um, he looks he still, he looks a lot better, but he still is leaning really heavily on his uh, staff. He still doesn't have his limb. So he looks like he's still pretty messed up. Some of it might be permanent, but he doesn't look like he's on death's door at this point. Okay. Okay, so you'll rest up, you're back to full stuffs, and you can head out in the morning if that's what you want to do. Yep. All right, let's go, brought and early. All right, so go ahead, Kira, you're going to be the one with the map. So let's roll a survival check. I just can't wait to get back on the road again. Shut up. 18. All right, you spot a big, sick ape. To the south of the road. There's a big sick eight to the south of the road. Oh, we already wait. killed a baby. Do you, wait. It's kind of grillish. By sick, do you mean like cool or sick? No, no like really sick. Like blighted. Yeah. Uh, um, sick gorilla, he's, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real sick monkey. Um, you think if you go to the north side of the road, you could probably give him a wide enough berth that he'll leave you alone. Okay. Let's take the northern. All right, everybody roll stealth. Just we'll take the average. Six. 20. Natural 20. Nice. 19. 
All right. That, Seven. Based on nine. the 20 and 19, you guys just go right by. He kind of gives you a look, and uh, he turns back around and goes into the jungle. The next thing you come upon is kind of a, looks like a really, really old graveyard. It's got primitive wood markers, some of which are rotting. Keep but there's going. two. <laughs> and there's also two fresh graves dug there. Roll a perception check. Ten. 11, 14. All right, Kira, you spot, uh, there's a, some legs of a guy sticking out from behind a tree, and there's a panther up in the tree. Mm. I'm switching to Beastmaster. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what biome is this? We're kind of in a jungle area. Like a like tropical? A tropical, yeah. Okay. Yep. Um... It says blighted tropical over on the world map. There's a panther up there. Everyone be really quiet and just keep walking Boom. along the road on the other side. All right, let's do some more stealth checks, I guess. 20. Natural 20. <laughs> we 16. found Zerd's proficiency. <laughs> the dwarf in heavy man. armor was so sneaky. I'm doing averages, so I think I, I heard some good numbers hey. there. The <laughs> panther four. doesn't even know you're around and hops out of the tree and starts eating that body down there. That We're sneakier than a panther. Probably killed. <laughs> okay? Clank, clank, clank. clank. Alright, now uh, that's probably about as far as you could travel in a day. So it's really getting to be... to fight something. <laughs> getting to be nightfall. Do you want to press on or... A, a ways from that graveyard? Yes. Okay. You can press on um, how far? So, like, see that little square? That's the graveyard. All right, about halfway to the bridge you want to try for? As far away from the graveyard as we can get before dark. Okay. Can we just try and make it to the bridge? Yeah, can we make it to the try bridge? and roll athletics and we'll see how you do. Yes, my time has come. Twelve. Thirteen. Okay. Nineteen. Twelve. As you're hoofing it along the road toward the bridge, it is starting, the sun is setting, it's getting dark, starting to get a little chilly. But as you're approaching the bridge, go ahead and roll a perception check. That is why I'm constantly almost rolling. Okay, so what do I see? Fifteen. Fifteen. What do you have? Eighteen plus my mods, so I see whatever. No, what do you, what do you have? Um, twenty-one. Fifteen? Fifteen. Uh, sixteen. If I'm hearing it, then it's twenty-three. Twenty-three? If I'm hearing it. Reroll. I got 23 again. Okay, then I didn't catch it that time. All right. Out of the... <laughs> I thought I heard something. <laughs> I was rolling stealth checks, so that's why I was at plus six. So. Oh, no. Oh, the no. monster manual is open. Yeah, open. I don't have this guy dun, written dun, down dun. like I do for most things. I thought I heard something. Guys, Panther get ready. Came back. He's got the little gorilla with him. <laughs> yeah, he's riding the gorilla. <laughs> no, not the other way. That's going to be my next... <laughs> Not the gorilla on the panther. The panther on the gorilla. Yeah. That's right, going to be my so next drawing. One, two, three. Eva, out of the woods, or the jungle, I should say, uh, a surprise round here. A bugbear busts out and takes a smash at you with a morning star. I don't know what any of those terms mean. <laughs> And he hits four. Big scary creature with well, a let mace. Me see. If he hits, wait, does he hit? Let's see, thirteen plus what? 
17 against your AC. Oh, that's a hit. 13. All right, and he's got a surprise round. Come on. Seven damage. And now let's roll initiative. That's me. the surprise round. I have this thing over here that says plus three to an, an initiative. That's based on your deck. So yeah, you get to add so that I to add initiative. Three. Okay, cool. 21. <laughs> the bugbear is at six. Is anybody below six? Oh, I haven't rolled. Nope, 18. All right, so tell me your order. 15. Uh, 21. Sam. Sam, Eva, Mike, me. Bugbear. Eva. And we're about to take a rest. Kira, bugbear. Okay, Uh, Grease Wizard, it's up to you. I would like to cast Shatter on the bugbear. Okay. What? Sounds painful. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to pull up my umbrella. (laughs) Um, Do I have a poncho? (laughs) (laughs) Check your explorer's pack. Uh, Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere. But I'll center it on... Does that... You can spell sculpt. Uh, yeah, I can spell sculpt. Okay, I was going to say, I don't want to shatter. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an evocation wizard, so yeah. he can protect up to, like, five friends. Or I'm, I basically said you can protect the party and just hit what you want. Yeah. So, yeah, go for it. That's a seven, and I don't add anything to... You do to hit. To hit. That's my spell attack bonus. Is it a, does it say make a ranged attack, or does it make him make a save? Um, I think they have to make a save, you said. Yeah, a constitution saving throw. So you don't have to hit. It hits. Okay. He just has to try to save. Yeah, he's going to save. Uh, what, what's your spell save for? 14. Yeah, he rolled a 19, so... Did that go up when I leveled up? Mm, I don't think so. I okay. Th- but we can check later. Okay, that's fine. I think it's based on your your ability modifiers. <laughs> So he's going to save, but doesn't he take, like, half, half or he, ta- he takes half damage. So what's the usual damage? Uh, 3d8. So roll 3d8, and we'll have it. 3, 2, 8. So he takes 4. Okay, Eva? Three, okay. Eight, no. What? No. 3d8. Yeah. Oh, 8 was your... I thought that was your total. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, what's your total? 13. So 6 damage. Okay. Um. You got the bugbear right next to you. Smash it with your battle axe and rage. Hit it with the hammer. Get angry. Okay, just... yeah, sure, I'll rage. That sounds like fun. All right, what does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so polite. Was that in character? Sure. All right, so what happens when you rage? Um... Oh, I have it written down. I get advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Melee attacks get plus two damage, and I'm resistant, which means I take half damage to bludgeoning, okay. piercing, and slashing. And also, maybe my ancestors show up? Yeah. Uh, you want me to look at that? Yeah. Okay. Why? It's a, like ghosty. Did they do ghosts? I thought they were more about yeah. uh, aliens. They, they do ghosts. Do ghosts? Yeah. Okay. I never actually watched the show. No, oh, it's very neither. great. X Files on Fox. Mm. Watch it on Wednesdays. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, now they have to. While you're raging, the first creature you hit with your attack becomes a target of the warriors. Yeah, they always they always appear when you enter your rage. Okay. Until the start of your next turn, that target has disadvantage on any attack roll that isn't against you. So it goads them to attack you instead of anybody else. Uh, when a cr- target hits a creature other than you, that creature has resistance. So you get to share your resistance to damage with the whole party. Okay. Which is cool. What is your ancestral protector this time? Uh, what is he or she or they, if there's more than one, it says spectral warriors appear. Uh, who are they? Are they orcs? Are they humans? Um, I I think it's an orc. <coughs> okay. Um, I don't think I recognize them. Okay. I don't think that... Uh, They're distant ancestors, or...? I, I would probably, like, great-grandparent... Great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother on my orc side. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and this is my this is the introduction I give to everyone. And, 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 and the pug. <laughs> so this is a uh, great-grandmother uh, on my orc nice side. Nice meet, great-grandmother. Nice meet you. <laughs> uh, and I'd say she has a club. Okay. Oh, club great. Club good. Okay. They, so. And they would appear like... As a warrior, not like if they died when they were old, not right. like as a really old hey, person. Hey, old people can be warriors, too. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, you're raging now, so you can go yeah. ahead and get your attacks in. Okay, cool. I just wanted to yeah, well, try that one what they, out. Yeah, what they look like. So you get to add plus two. Okay, yeah, so I'm right up next to him, so I'm going to swing my great axe at him. Okay. If you hit, you get to add plus two, I guess. <gasps> <laughs> but plus plus is that that's yeah. plus strength, right? Yeah. Oh no, I, it's and a nine. It's a nine. Yeah, that's a miss. The bugbear kind of <laughs> okay. ducks under and tries to give your guardian a high five. Uh, Grandma. So, so you're mad, but not accurate. Okay, <laughs> Barry, <laughs> you're up. You got the bugbear pretty darn. You guys were pretty close to each other, I think. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and you know hit it with the hammer. Oh, okay. You know. You have a hammer? Shake things up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to... That's... Eight. <laughs> no. You're going to go ahead and miss it with the hammer. Okay. All right. Kira, this thing's pretty close to you at the I'm moment. I'm going to slash it with my two swords. Okay. Nine plus four. Thirteen plus... Oh, my offhand is actually low. I'm assuming I'm not hitting. What are your two numbers? Or what's your high number? 13. Yeah, that's a miss. Bugbear is back up in the order. And he's going to go ahead and take a swing at Eva again, I think, since that's what he's up to. Oh, boy. Uh, That's uh, 23. (laughs) Doesn't he get a disadvantage? Uh, No. You have the book, so... Disadvantage at... You can look. I think it's disadvantage of anybody but you. Nice. Uh, until the start of your next turn, the target has disadvantage on any attack roll that isn't against you. So, but do you put him at disadvantage for being in a rage? Um, I, I'm resistant to whatever damage he is. You he, take half damage. As right? long as he's bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing at me. Yeah, that's what he's doing with that morning star. All of the above. <laughs> that's his thing, so... Nine, so four damage. Okay. That's what you take. All right, Sam. All right, I'm going to try and shatter him again. 
Okay. So, I guess. <laughs> All right, and he rolls a save. Uh, what what does he have to save against? Is it a wisdom save or constitution? Uh, that's an eight. So he's going to take full damage, I guess. Nice. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Seven, two, six. Fifteen? Yeah. Oh! He says, and you watch as, like, teeth come flying out of his mouth and blood comes out of his ears. He's like, oh! And Eva, it's to you. Well, first of all, Gross. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna... I feel like I got shattered! <laughs> Shut up. I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna hit him with my axe again. I can talk! It's a bonus action! Oh my god! <laughs> so I rolled a three again. <laughs> Do you want to use mine? Uh, no. Alright, so he ducks under again and, uh, moves out of the way. He's pretty agile for At this point, bear. I'm just trying to hurt him with my words, I guess. <laughs> Mike, out of turn. <laughs> I'm gonna hit him with the hammer. It's hammer time. Hammer time. For it's, uh, 18, tw- yes. 20. Yes. Alright. Come on, D8. 3. Plus. Plus 4. 7. Alright, so you smash the bugbear and he crumples to the ground. Alright, and he's. Uh, I guess he's dead. We usually say the creatures are dead, and you have no interest in... If you ever have interest in leaving somebody alive, technically they're falling unconscious, but we're just kind of saying that they're not passing their death saves and stuff. But if you ever want to try and, you know, if you think you need somebody for some reason and you want to keep them alive, I doubt the bugbear's going to be very helpful, but in the future you can try and do that to creatures. They're not necessarily dead unless you really finish them off with a... Like a 20 something. Yeah, well, is this he one's humanoid? just the one. He is a humanoid, yeah. Is he humanoid? Yes. Okay, can I loot him since I didn't get a turn? Yeah. Okay, just check him out. Thing. Roll uh, D4. Can I pick up some of the teeth? Yes. Four. Uh, 40 gold pieces <laughs> in his little satchel. <laughs> huh, this is what I get. Do I have to share with them? Uh, I guess that's your call, or their call, <laughs> not me. Please. I'll give them each seven. That's a... Mm. But then that's going to throw up all my numbers. You can give me two. You can back off. <laughs> but I'll that have 69 gold pieces if you give me two. Oh, and I'll have an even 30. Okay, you can have two. All right. I've got 69 gold pieces. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. getting cut for sure. <laughs> That's already been deleted. So now you're right near the bridge, and it is about to be night. It's a pretty rickety-looking bridge. Like, it looks like... uh, The river's not really huge here, but it really dips far down. There's, like, some cliffs. And the bridge, uh, again, is kind of rickety and looks like it has some rotting or even missing planks on it. All right, which side of the... The bridge looks better to camp on. I vote this side, so I don't have to cross it. Yes, but what if it's gone in the uh, Roll some perception checks. If you're going to wonder about that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mike says, when did we leave Raven Tree? I rolled a one! <laughs> I did too! <laughs> 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 I 
still think you're a Raven tree. I got, I got nine. Seventeen. So what do I know? <laughs> they don't. All right. Yeah. I guess we already fell asleep. Kira. Um, well, what was your saying? Nine. That's enough to see that there's or hear some howling from across the other side of the bridge. Let's stay here. And you see some torches on the other side of the bridge, Kira. There's about four torches. I see torches on the other side of the bridge. They don't look like they're moving in any specific direction. They just kind of look like they're going back and forth and standing still a while. Um, But with that perception check, that's about what you see. Wolves with torches! There's a camp on the other side of the bridge. I think we found the knolls. Let's stay here and rest tonight. Firewolves! (laughs) Firewolves, guys! The fire is shooting at us! That's what the one perception check gets you. Could be a Firefox. Sponsored by Firefox. Hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) Hi, thanks for listening to Date Night. I'm Amy, and I play Kira. And I'm Will, your friendly neighborhood game mom, reminding you to be more like your sister. She never forgets to send thank you cards. We wanted to take a few minutes to thank you for listening and let you know about some of the stuff that we have going on with the show, particularly for premium subscribers. If you are a subscriber to Behind the Screens, our last episode was Kira's introduction. In this, she has started her journey looking for her mother and gets into a bit more than she can handle. It was our first recording session, and I was still figuring out how to play. Being as it was our first recording session, I naturally didn't record correctly and lost the first few minutes. But that's okay, because I don't really want you to hear that anyways. However, I do find someone that provides some clues about my mother. But if you want more than that, you'll have to listen to the episode called Don't Adventure Alone. And I strongly recommend you do not, at least in Dungeons & Dragons. We also have some other cool new bonus content ideas coming up soon. Uh, Some with some alternate GMs, so watch out for those. In March, our bonus play session will be the last of the really early recordings we did, where I took Sam and Eva, as Arn and the Grease Wizard, though not the Grease Wizard yet, uh, through the pit fight scenario that I had created for Kira and Dern in Episode 1. We recorded it right after Episode 2, because Sam and Eva wanted a little extra playtime to get acquainted with their characters, and Mike had to leave early. My son, who was seven at the time, joins them in the fight, and it's a pretty fun scenario, and it also sort of lend some more information uh, about the origin of the name Grease Wizard. So if you can't get enough of us for some reason, seek medical attention, or for much less money, become a premium subscriber. You can do that by going to www.d8nightpodcast.com and clicking on the Behind the Screens link. That's not where you can get the medical attention thing, it's for the subscription. Never mind, you get it. If you can't be a subscriber, that's okay too. Keep listening to all of our main campaign on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, or Player FM. So please, subscribe, rate, and review us, and share us with your friends. And thanks to RPGcast.com for adding us to their really cool directory of role-playing game podcasts. Now, let's get back to our adventurers, as they should now have Kent set up. I need. I kind of need a long rest after that one. I just Based blew. on what we were told back in town, I think we found the knolls, and they're on the other side. So let's stay here and rest, and let's take very vigilant 
watches so we can know if they're trying to sneak over the bridge during the night. And I hope I did not give him any tricky I'm out. ideas. I'm asleep. Okay, who's taking first watch? I guess I will. All right. Two hours go by, you hear more howling from across, but it doesn't seem like uh, anything different, just kind of the same howling and grunting, and uh, that's pretty much all that happens in the first two hours. I'll take a second watch. Yeah, in that watch, the howling is starting to die down a little bit, and the torches are still there, uh, but it doesn't seem like they're really moving around. And that's all that happens in that two hours. All right. I guess I'll go third. Right. Sam and Eva are arguing with their eyes. Um, roll a perception check. <sighs> Wake me up if you need to. Oh, that's okay, not bad. Um, 18. All right, you see maybe 30 feet away from where you're camped out on the ground, the that... A panther, maybe the same panther, is prowling around. The, like, Stoke away the from fire. the bridge? Stoke the fire. Yes, back in the direction you came from. <laughs> That's so weird. It sounds like she's saying stoke the fire in her sleep. <laughs> stoke yeah. the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, like, I'm not going to attack it, but when I see it, I'm going to go ahead and get, I don't know, make myself a little torch or something just to have, okay. you know, like... All right, so yeah. just going to move around a little bit in the camp. and Okay, it wanders back off uh, toward the jungle. Okay. All right, and that's about what happens on your two hours. You don't hear any howling anymore, but the torches are still there. Some of them have burned down, it looks like. All right, Grease Wizard, get us to dawn. All right, all right. And I... um, all right, so as you're waiting there, roll a perception check, too. 16 plus 2. Okay. As dawn starts to break, you hear a lot of yipping and howling from across the uh, river, and you hear like a kind of loud, uh, roaring moan. Puppy! (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we want to go over there just yet. You're asleep. I thought we were... Oh, no, that's right. So... Um, You've still got, you know, maybe a few more minutes before the end of the two hours. Is there anything you want to do or just wait it out? Um, I'm going to have a chromatic orb readied. Okay. I don't think that'll affect your long rest at this point. I think you'll be okay. Okay. Because he's already had six hours. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to have two without, like, casting or doing anything, though. Also. It's only a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, everybody's got a long rest. And in the morning, you can see across the bridge a little bit better. Uh, And you do see that there are some gnolls on the other side, and now they're awake. They're yipping and howling at something. And there's Uh, a. What's that? There's a. hmm? Knoll? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knoll. Yeah. He's like a hyena humanoid. Oh. So not puppy. No. Kind of. People puppies. There's some puppy people. I like one of those things. And there's a wagon on the other side, and there's a creature attached to it that's like the size of a short bus. And it looks like they're trying to, like, kick this thing, and they're just yipping and howling at it. What is it? 
is it like being held captive or is it pulling the wagon? It's hard to tell from across the bridge. Can I see you can, what it is? You can roll perception, but you have to be pretty high. <sighs> I don't see it. 18. 16. 18? It looks like it is hooked to the wagon. It's hooked to the wagon, guys. Alright. Um, Thank you. Good very last. I will cast Shatter on the Knolls. Are we 60 feet? Why? No, I mean, you're pretty far off from... Um, that's why it's hard to see this big short bus thing. <laughs> all the knolls just <laughs> <laughs> It's we should probably just... get closer. Yeah, can I run within 60 oh, feet of it and why are we just... it on the center of the knolls? You're going to have to cross the bridge to get but within 60 feet of the why are we assuming that we have to fight them? Why don't we just try and avoid them? Because they're on the other side of the bridge that we still need to cross. They're right. probably about can... 100 feet on the other side of the bridge. So even when you cross the bridge, they'll be a little yeah, ways off. Yeah, we can still avoid want, them. I want to see... So there's a cart, right? Yep. I mean, there's a cart, right? Yep. Is it like... Like, enclosed? Or it, it looks like a wagon with, like, it has sides on it, but you can't really tell, you know, if there's stuff in it or what. Let's just cross the bridge Let's first. cross the bridge. We'll come and we'll to be that, closer. We'll come to that bridge. Or we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to that bridge where we cross it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I give up. <laughs> Cross the bridge and we'll see what we do. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, watch your step. Yeah, how you do, how you doing this? Who's going first? What's the approach? The bridge in the daylight you can see is missing some planks. Some of them look pretty rough. I, I run that across it first. first. Okay. No. All right, you're going. Yeah. No, I'm grabbing his arm before I, he can step on. Uh, roll your dex against her strength. Um, no. I cast Firebolt at her. <laughs> no, no, you don't! <laughs> no. I say, you got no. to stop. You got to stop touching roll me your like that. Roll It's up to, he can cast Okay, them. she yeah. holds him back. No, she doesn't, because I, I say, alright, I cast Firebolt at her. Alright, well, what is your plus to hit with the Firebolt there? Um, Firebolt... She just keeps trying to touch me, and I don't want to. Stop doing stupid things, then. Um, <laughs> I hit. To our listeners, they are married, so this is just them in normal life. <laughs> no, uh, because he doesn't try to kill me in normal life. <laughs> you just take one d10 fire damage. It's a cantrip. You gotta hit her. Oh, so I roll. You yeah. did roll. Yeah, you gotta roll. Oh. You rolled a seven. He rolled. That was the strength check. Yeah, that was a strength check. Oh. This is fireball. You add your spell casting to see if you hit. That's a one. Is it? No, it's not. No, it's point up. Oh, I thought it was. Oh. It's point well, up. Roll it on the table. Yeah. Fourteen plus my spell casting modifier. Seventeen. No. Twenty. Twenty. Sorry. Is that a hit on your AC? I guess. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Roll your damage. That's a D ten. Nine. That's not an. Oh. Okay. Oh, we're gonna pay for this. <laughs> and I run Nine. across the bridge. Yeah, How m- I'm gonna pick him up again. <laughs> roll a, um, Eva. Roll a Constitution throw. Okay. <laughs> Sweet Lord. All right. So when you get hit with that firebolt, it does this normal amount of damage, but something else happens, and you have another vision again. Basically, as you like get clocked. And in this vision, you see the raven tree, and it seems to be getting sicker. 
And you just see Sator for a split second, and he says, Hurry. There's not much time. And then I, I, I'm on the other side of the bridge, and I say, Hurry up! There's not much time! All right, so you're, you're crossing the bridge. Roll, uh... Fine. Roll your decks. Eight, uh, plus three. Eleven. And you're running? He said running. Okay, yeah. Roll another dex check. You slip. Nine. No. Eight. Okay, Nomi is hanging on with one hand in one Hmm. of the holes of this bridge at this point. I'm going to go across Hmm. and help pull him up. Why? Hmm. Why? Why is that? He literally just shot fire. Got another member of the team. I was trying to protect hang. you guys. Only because she was trying to hold me back. I know what I'm adding. A deck. I wanted to just check out the bridge for you guys to try and save your butts, and she tried to hold me back. 18. Yeah, so you make it over Are to him. Are you kidding me? You're there, well, and he's, he's dangling. Let him suffer. So you're right up to him. You had no problem sprinting across the bridge. Pull him up and try and get the rest of the way. Just roll a strength check and beat a five. <laughs> oh, no. that sucks. Enjoy your bath. Nope. Nope. Uh, oh, no. Well, you're trying to pull him up. He's yes. still got a grasp, grasp on there. He's you roll a, a strength check. Difficulty 10, sir. <laughs> Enjoy your bath. That was, a, that was a crit fail. Yep. You're in the water. Yeah, you are falling to down shore. toward the water now. I cast Alter Self and turn myself... Into a. You can't do that. I can do that because that's, that's a his spell. New spell. That's my brand new level two spell, right off the presses. But does it do anything useful? Yeah, aquatic adaption. You adapt your body to an aquatic environment, sprouting gills and growing webs between your fingers. <laughs> what? You can breathe underwater and gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed. Okay, so he can swim the rest of the way. I. Well, I mean, the river doesn't necessarily go where we're going, but he can swim to the edge of it. But he can swim. And then he'll have to come back up. Is that is that your alter self? It's always an aquatic. No, I have other things. I have other things too. Weird. Okay, so that's that's what you're doing. Aquat. You're you're uh, Aquaman now. Yeah, I'm Aquaman. Aqua gnome. Can you Aqu- talk to fish? Grease Aquaman. I mean, sure. You're the you're God. Can I talk to fish? Does it say anything about it? Like, no? Just, I can breathe underwater and gain a swimming speed equal to my walking speed. Wow. Okay, so you're a Navy SEAL now. Um, you're going to take some fall damage. That's fair. Uh, I'll let you roll it. Roll a D6. Can I roll it? Yeah, let Eva roll a D6. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Three. three. Yeah, so you take three damage as you crash down into the water, but you're otherwise... Uh, all right, Kira... You made it there. You're three quarters of the way across the bridge. What's the plan now? Um, how wide is this bridge? It's, uh, I guess it was, uh, 25 feet across, maybe. Okay. How long is my rope again? Uh. Oh, you don't need to save me. No, not for you. I think it's like 40 or 50 feet. Okay, I'll throw one into you. To Dern, and we can tie it to the ends of the bridge and have okay. a rope in case anybody else falls into the water. So they got something out, uh, yes. additional to hang on to in the middle of the bridge? Yes. All right, good. So roll to see if you make it across. 
the rest 19. of the way. 19. Yeah. <laughs> you just skip across the bridge. <laughs> All right, so that leaves uh, Aaron and Dern, right? You guys going to grab the rope and yeah, sure. shuffle across? All right, that'll be pretty easy with the rope if you don't run like the two of them do. Are you using dexterity? Yeah. Okay, uh, 16. Yep, you Aaron crosses safely. Here we go. Come on, little dwarf legs. Grab the end of the rope. Twelve. And bring it with you. You're good. Okay. So you guys are across the bridge. Um, I want to turn... Aqu- Aqualad, what's what's going on? So how far oh down am I? These cliffs went down about... Oh, cliffs. Uh, I think it was like 40 feet or something, I saw. Right. So you're lucky you got in the water. I'm using my action to change my appearance, in which I can do with Alter Self, into a billy goat. And just <laughs> climb up the side of the cliffs. All right, I'll let you roll a climbing check at advantage. Since you're a billy goat. Eleven. And that's, what, what is climbing the modifier? Uh, athletics. That's a ten. Okay. And that's a eight. I think the ten will get you up the hill, but not right away. Okay. So you'll be climbing the hill for a couple of turns. Okay. Um, well... Billy Goat's Gruff is under the bridge, which I thought there, there's a troll on top of the bridge now, and the goat's under it. The uh, You can see the gnolls uh, kind of look in your direction, but they're still over there, basically. As you're a little bit closer, you see that it looks like... Well, first, does anybody speak gnoll? No. no. I have a quick question, though, about yeah. just basic stats. For every two points you go in a direction, that's the modifier, correct? So, like, if I... With my wisdom, I went yes. I eight with. So he has a nine strength. Should he be at negative one, or should he still be at zero? For the negatives, it's right away. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Just Thank you. little little thing. Notice that the corner of my eye. Yeah. Um. So you don't. Nobody speaks null, right? No. no. Just dwarven. All right. So you can see this creature a little bit better. That's pulling the wagon. Again, it's like the size of a short bus. It's got bare pink skin. And it's slithering on its belly kind of like a worm. Uh, And the wagon's actually attached to it with what look like hooks that are just hooked into its flesh. Poor thing. Yeah. Um, Poor ugly thing. The gnolls are obviously speaking gnoll and snapping at each other. They seem to be arguing, maybe trying to get the creature to move. On the other side of the wagon and this weird worm, there's actually a dead giant and three dead gnolls. That's about what you can see from where you are. Weird. Can we walk wide around the camp? Uh, Although I guess we need to wait for Nomi. Eh, do just, we have to? Just want to wait for now? Yeah. All right. Show them no signs of aggression other than watching them. Um, At least me personally. Okay. You're not here. Do you consider watching them to be a sign of aggression? So... Lay on your belly! They're basically <coughs> content. Like a couple of them are looking over at you. Uh, while they're doing this, but basically they're not coming toward you or anything, so you can wait for the goat to crest the hill if you'd like. That's what I would vote. Okay, so you've got your goat back. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Serves you right. Now you two play nice. He started it. I know, but... Uh- I didn't start anything. I was trying to help (laughs) you all. If you ever get that urge in the future, suppress it. I'm going to roll to see how gnolls feel about goats. 
transform back into a gnome. They look delicious. Just kidding. I can be a goat for an hour. They say meh. Meh. I guess it was good if you had somebody fall off the bridge that you had somebody who could turn into like a a water goat. (laughs) Water goat. (laughs) Okay, so now that he's here, can we skirt around them and give them room? Uh... You can give it a shot and see what happens. Okay. Yep. Sound good to everybody? They are on the... um, Non-blight side? No, actually. They're in that little clearing on the east side of the road. Okay. So you're going to try and go... Where's north? You don't have a compass on this map. This is north. Okay. North is up. So they're that way. That is a blight side. Yeah, they're on the blight side. Okay, so I'm going to walk... Always look on the blight side of the road. (laughs) So you're gonna try and go the other way? Yeah, I suggest we walk around and or on the very edge of the road. Okay. One of the knolls starts uh, walking toward you. Just walking. Okay. Yeah. Just walking. Okay. Walking. We're cool. We cool. We cool. Um, and he tries. <laughs> that in Scottish he says something. Cool. He says something to you in knoll. <laughs> Do you? I don't speak knoll. No habla escanol. <laughs> I hold my hands up, no weapons, and I say, do you speak common? You hurt me. <laughs> Just blankly <laughs> looks at so you. badly. Uh, Elvish? Okay, in orc, I'm going to say, do you speak orc? Nope. Nope. Uh, I'm assuming that's dwarvish. It's one of those puppy things where he turns Aww. his head sideways. Aww. I speak an undercommon to it. <laughs> and it kind of, like, motions at you, like, maybe to slow down a little bit. He's a All right, so what, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Where hey, are you? dude, what's, what's up? Can you speak undercommon? He points back over at the worm thing, and he says, won't move in undercommon. Need help? He shrugs, yeah. What did he say? He says he wants to kill you. I'm just kidding, he needs some help, and I start walking, I start trotting over there, because I'm a goat. That's right. <laughs> He's a goat speaking undercommon. So the three sentients have no way of talking to this guy. But the freaking walking goat over here is your communications oh, expert. Man. Um, you can see as you're closer that it looks like a dead uh, null mage. And the null points at him and he says, uh, Why can't move? And he points at the mage being dead. And beside him again is the dead giant and two other dead gnolls. They look like they're pretty well stripped of their goods. Uh, but the wagon looks like the goods are in the wagon. So you need me to help move him, right? Who are you pointing at? The the me the one that he said can't move. Wait, the, I'm I'm confused. The worm can't move, right? Right. No. So it's in, he's trying to get. He says, no. Mage, not move. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, can't make worm move. How big is the worm? Uh, it's pretty big. It's like, so I think I said a short bus. So it's pretty big. And it's got Shoots this wagon hooked up to it. Or something. 
I don't have any sparks, thank you very much. Yes, you do. You have, like, an electricity spell. Do we even know that the gnolls are the good guys here in this situation? Nope, uh, not so really. So the worm is still alive, right? The worm yeah, it just he, won't move. The worm is like a perfectly they're... peaceful creature that you're going to shoot some sparks Ask at Ask him. Spot. Everybody, uh, if you translate this to each other, roll intelligence checks, and I'll see if I can just kind of explain what's going on. Um, uh, 18. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, 18. The mage was probably able to control this thing in some way and and make it move, and he was like the rider, and he's not alive anymore, and they're trying to figure out how to get this thing back to Nolltown. Scramble on up there. I I snap my finger at my hook. Do not. (laughs) (laughs) And I look over to the Noll and I say, have, have you ever seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> no, and neither have you, because this is a fantasy world. Alright, well, have you ever seen the scroll Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> so, Alright, and I pull out a pair of sunglasses. Where in your inventory the, do you have sunglasses? I, tink, I tinkered it. I made it out of things that I found. <laughs> and I put it on the mage and I say, Put him up there and the world won't know. Roll a deception check. It's not a deception. <laughs> I totally believe really this. Quick here. We have a talking ghost <laughs> that just used its hopes to tinker a pair of sunglasses. So So things can be a lot more clear oh, now, please. Have to be a goat for an hour, nah. <laughs> Roll um, everybody while this is happening, and then we'll get back to you. Roll perception checks. Sight or hearing? Neither. Thirteen. So is, um, is Dern nine. laughing no, in, in character? Was that in no, character? No. Does Dern find this hilarious? <laughs> no, Dern doesn't laugh. Dern's very stern. This is Dern. Dern. Yeah, Dern. Call him Stern Dern. <laughs> He I has, got a 10. He has a higher constitution than I do. 14. <laughs> I thought maybe I found Dern's, like, the, the part of Dern that just, he thinks is incredible. He's really, he has only a sense of humor for sunglasses. Um, and Dern's making sunglasses. The 14, <laughs> you, get, guys. you get a vision, again, of the raven tree, and it looks like it's starting, this black uh, blackness is creeping up on the base of it. Okay. I don't think we can help them. Let's keep going. They need he already help. made the sunglasses. Just look. Chill for a second. <laughs> Roll your deception check. It's if, like, if I don't like. think this is deception because I firmly, this is the solution. No, but I mean, you're trying to deceive the animal. Oh, yeah. With a That he has no problem with. <laughs> All the, the weird goat... Okay, you, you, you pretty much needed a, a 20, so <laughs> I don't think your four is going to cut it. 
the mage just Wait, falls let me put him up the there. <laughs> Alright, everybody want to turn with the mage. <laughs> Minus two, that's, that's three. She did worse than I did. Alright, the worm is getting a little angry at this point. That I'm going to use my animal the, the handling dead. skill. Alright, now that roll an animal handling. That one might that's be. much better than tinkering oh. sunglasses. <laughs> I'm just going to. Animal handling is mostly for like determining an animal's feelings. So you maybe get some insight into All right. the worm. Alright, maybe I can help it out a little. Uh, that's an eight. Oh, wait, no, I'm proficient in that, so that's ten. ten. Uh, you don't really know what, what's bothering this worm. This guy's giving me nothing. I do the same thing, and I got a fifteen. Alright, you think this worm is trying to get over <laughs> to the dead giant? I think it might be hungry. Does it want to eat the dead giant? Can you relate that to the gnolls, please, in under common? Is it a different dialect? It's a different dialect of it, yeah. everyone. Uh, eastern, d- down east under common. I figured out where these, these. I thought that maybe they could hear, understand me a little better. Uh, so what are you telling it? <laughs> she said, it okay. might be hungry. Yeah, so he goes, ah, and he goes, they go over and they start dragging the dead giant in front of this uh, worm thing. And sure enough, as soon as they do, it starts chowing down on this uh, dead giant with its mouth parts. This is exactly (laughs) why I'm a vegetarian in these trying times. Shall we go now? Hold on. I look to the gnolls and I say, do you need his loot? Can I have his loot? And, uh, they are, they want, he points at the wagon and he says, we got loot. <coughs> Me magic. <laughs> I'm not really a goat. I'm a boy inside this goat. This yeah. concept is way over his head at this point. <laughs> he thinks you're just saying he nonsense. He just thinks you're a goat. Like a really cool goat. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. I want the mage's stuff, though. Uh... He's got his robe, but he doesn't have anything. All all the stuff's in the wagon. All right, all right. Then I hand out my hand. My hand. I put out my hand for Oof. money. You don't have a hand. Hoof. Right. Hoof. <laughs> <laughs> he drops a coin in it, but you can't hold on to it. <laughs> oh no! So he picks it up with his teeth, and we keep walking down the road, right? Yeah, he eats yeah, it. That's fine. No, he just holds it. I eat it and it goes in my inventory. I mean, he's a goat, so he can hold it in his. Is mouth. that how inventory works when you transform? <laughs> when you transform. All right, so you just take the gold coin and you'll be on your way. Is We're that really the... glad we took time to do that, but we didn't have to fight the gnolls. I not feel really like I helped them out today. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just keep walking till we get to yeah, number three and find out Yeah, that should karmically make up for you setting me on fire. Oh, I'm right. set you on fire because I was trying to help you. I'm not getting into this. As you uh, approach, <coughs> you continue north on the road. Sorry. Roll a nature check. All of us? Everyone can. 17. 19. 16. Okay, 14. You pretty well all... Uh, are going to be aware of kind of what's going on. There's a field in front of you that stretches on for miles, and you all hear this buzzing, and you figure it is giant bees. Uh, It sounds like military helicopters and making your teeth rattle. And in front of you is nothing but between here and Knoll territory, a giant 
field of azure blossoms that stand about three feet tall. Oh, isn't that that thing we were trying to avoid? Mm, yeah. Hi, I'm Eva. Thanks for listening to Date Night. Make sure to share and subscribe to our podcast, rate and review, and follow us on Facebook and Twitter for all of our cool podcast updates. Bye!